September will be a September to remember and that this will be a month of expectation and I woke up this morning and I woke up to my flesh doing everything that it could to agitate me and it began to agitate me in, in, in ways and causing me to think against what the Lord had said and immediately as I was standing at the ironing board Holy Spirit began to pray and he began to say, remember that I told you that it was going to rain at the beginning of the month. I gave you an answer of revelation. I showed you demonstration. We talked about manifestation. But then we talked about the delay that can happen after God predicts and gives you a word. And then on last Sunday, expect something to do. What are you going to do? And the man of God talked about the lame man. That there are times in our life where we've got to be reckless in our abandonment of expectation. Reckless. We've got to be so reckless that we believe that God told us what he told us. And as I begin to put this message together on this week, calling it the forecast, the prediction that it's getting ready to rain, the agitation of the flesh comes to do what? It becomes the accuser of the brethren. He told you it was going to rain. It ain't raining. Ain't nobody showing up to church today. Finances are low in the church and people are just not responding. And I looked around and I began to say, no, 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 no. You said it was going to rain. You said it was going to be a September to remember. See, sometimes you you got to talk right at your flesh and begin to say, no, the devil is a lie. It's, it's all a lie. It's, it's all a lie because it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't amount to what God has told me. And you're trying to make me walk into a blessing being agitated. <laughs> see, see, the accuser of the brethren is not trying to stop the blessing, but what he wants you to do is walk in the promise and the rest of God agitated and frustrated that it took too long and that it didn't happen when you wanted it to happen. And so now you're blessed being irritated and agitated because the accuser of the brethren comes to make God a liar. Now, I need you to hear this. I need you to hear this. They said it was going to rain, but it didn't rain. It, 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 the forecast says that it's going to rain. I hear the sound of a roar of a heavy shower, my God. Come on now. I need somebody to believe in it. And I stood there, and as I begin to speak to my flesh, I begin to speak to the enemy of my flesh. There's something that Bishop Bill McKinney taught me. He said, the enemy, the enemy, the enemy is in you. It's, it's your flesh. It's your flesh. It's your mind. So there are times when you've got to speak to your mind and say, shut up. You're trying to make God a liar, and I don't know God to be ever called a liar in my life. He's a man of God.
He's a man of truth. He's a man of his word. His promises, did you hear it? That's why he said, I want you to say it in the atmosphere. My promises are yes and amen. Open up your mouth and say, my promises are yes and amen. My promises are yes and amen. Open your mouth, come on, and say your promises are yes and amen. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. Your promises are yes and amen. You told me I'm going to win, so I'm going to win. You told me I was coming out, so I'm coming out. Your promises are yes and amen. Come on, say it. Your promise to me is yes and amen. Your promise to me is yes and amen. Let the words of my mouth, oh Rabbi, come on, son. The words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, let it be my strength and my redeemer in Jesus' name. Come on, I need somebody to say, in Jesus' name. Come on, say a month of expectations. It's a month of expectations. Number four, the expected forecast. Get to your app right now. The expected forecast. What you expect is driven by the persistence of what you believe. That's been our theme today. Somebody show Jay Sean how to download our app real quick. Hear it. What you expect is driven by the persistence of what you've been believing God for. What have you been believing God for? You've been believing God for something that he's spoken in your life. I'm expecting God to do it. I'm expecting God to do it. The expectation it is, the act or state of expecting anticipation. We gave it to you. We talked about delay. The act of postponing or hindering or something to occur more slowly than normal or to detain or hinder for a time. We're talking about today two important words. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. When you when you hear the sound of a weatherman, he gives a forecast, a daily forecast. What, is, what does it mean to forecast, to calculate, to predict some future event or condition? Usually a result of study, an analysis of available pertinent data. The weather conditions, he's forecasting the weather conditions. If you pull up your weather app today, you'll see a forecasted analysis of pertinent data that allows the weatherman to say it's going to rain, it's going to be cloudy, and the data is so accurate that he's able to say by 3 o'clock it's going to rain. By 5 o'clock it's going to be sunny. All in one moment, the forecast can change. All in one moment, the weatherman can say at 5 o'clock, it's going to rain. But then there is the prophetic <laughs> forecast that sometimes will overrule what man says. Ah, you still got to prepare that it's going to rain. 
you still got to prepare that it's going to rain. But when you think about this, this first forecast, it, it, is, it is forecasted as a verb, something it's action. It's going to rain. But then there is another part. There is the noun of something that is forecasted, a thing that is going to take place, a prophecy, an estimate or prediction of a future happening or a condition. When we look at kings here, there is a forecast. He's forecasting something that is going to do what? It's going to rain. We don't know when it's going to rain. We don't know how it's going to rain. But there has been a three-year drought. <laughs> three years of no rain. Three years of no water three years of famine and the Lord forecast and he says it's getting ready to rain not, not it's getting ready it's going to rain not, not get it's going to rain I, I need you to understand it's not getting ready it's going to rain so you need to prepare yourself it's going to rain this is not just a forecast but it is a promise it's going to rain. You've got to prepare yourself. But in this moment, in this moment, the rain, the rain, what, what does rain represent? Water falling in drops, condensed from vapor in the atmosphere. He's in the mountain. Ah, come on now. Look at it. He sends him up to the mountain. He's in a mountain. My God, my God, my God. And they talk about certain places in mountains where vapors are created. And these vapors begin to ascend up into the air. And because of the vapors and the condensation, the condensation, it causes water to be formed. Oh, Rabbi, I'm hearing it now. I'm hearing it now. Over in Revelations, where your prayers, my God, where your prayers begin to ascend as vapors as smoke oh come on now we call it the harping bowl where worship and prayer now begins to ascend above and you begin to pray you begin to sing you begin to believe and walk in obedience your obedience becomes smoke your obedience your favor the rest of God your prayers your worship your expectation now becomes vapor <laughs> Come on now, come on now. Vapor turns into condensation and it begins to fill the cloud. And when the cloud becomes, be, be, when the cloud gets too heavy, it has to release. Oh, come on now. I need you to hear it. It has to release what it's holding. You can take your seats. The prediction of rain. Hear it. It is the descent of water falling from above in a downward motion that overtakes and saturates everything that it's beneath it. Are you hearing it? Rain has to fall down. Come on now. That means that what you sent up, your prayers, your intercession, your obedience, 
your faithfulness, your waiting, your expectation, your persistence, your determination has now filled the cloud. It's now filled the cloud. And the cloud of glory is too heavy to hold it. And it has to return what you sent up, my God. It has to return it back into the earth. I planted seed and I need something to water the seed. I've been in this drought too long. I've been in this famine too long. I've been in this place too long. His promises are yes and amen to me. Come on now, the prediction of rain, the, the forecast of rain. But see, the weatherman just doesn't give you a forecast. He gives you the details of what's going to occur in this storm. It's just not gonna rain. You need to be prepared for some, for some things to happen when this shower hits your life. You, you need to be prepared to do some things because it's not just gonna tinkle. It's not just gonna be the little rain, but it's gonna be rain. It's going to be a heavy shower. That type of shower that you're sitting in your car and you're saying that whether I walk, whether I run, I'm gonna get soaking wet. So I might as well just run and get soaking wet right now. I ain't just gonna sit here because it ain't gonna stop for a while. It's gonna rain for a long time. It's going to rain, but you need to be prepared Number one, that in this rain, there's going to be a relevant and right now forecasted miracle that's taking place. Now, this rain is going to be relevant in your life. This rain is going to be purposeful. This heavy shower is just not raining, but it's going to be purposeful. It's going to be a right now relevant moment of a miracle that's going to take place in your life, Tracy. That's going to take place in your life, Val. That's going to take place in your life, Michael. I'm talking about a relevant right now. Right now, heavy shower. I need a relevant, a refreshing shower. I need a rain that's going to break up this fallow ground. I need a rain that's going to cause me. It's going to cause me to shout. It's going to cause me to be so excited hearing the forecasted rain, the prediction of rain. The forecast will be irrelevant right now. Forecasted miracle. Verse number one says, now it happened many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the year saying, go show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the face of the earth. Come on now. It's going to be a relevant miracle that's taking place. Uh, he already told you what to do. I've already got the answer. I've already seen the demonstration. I've already saw, I've already begun to expect the manifestation. But there was a moment of delay. There was a time where it did not come. And now I've got to expect God going, that God is going to do it in my life. And this forecast will be a relevant and right now forecasted miracle that is going to take place in your life. Number two, an affirmation of God's word to you. Come on now. When it rains, this heavy, this heavy shower is going to affirm that God spoke to you. You'll never have to doubt it again that God said 
it's going to rain. That God said, I'm getting ready to do something big. I'm getting ready to do something mighty. I'm getting ready to do something powerful. That God told me, that God said that if I would just remain persistent, that if I keep going after him, that I'm going to do the impossible. This rain is going to affirm that you're not crazy. This rain is going to affirm that God never left you nor forsake you. This rain is going to affirm that his promises are yes and amen. Come on say yes and amen. Come on say yes and amen. A relevant right now miracle. An affirmation of God's word to me that his word is true. This forecast will be a relevant a right now forecasted miracle. Come on now. It's going to be an affirmation of God's word to me and then it's going to give me an innovative way to escape an innovative way to get out of the way of the shower. Come on now, an innovative way. Come on now. I want to go back to number two. It says, now Elijah said to Ahab, go up and drink, for there is a sound of the roar of the heavy shower. The affirmation is that God allows you to hear it before it happens. Come on now. The affirmation, the relevant miracle is that God is going to do it in your life, but then he affirms it by giving you a sound. Come on now, say a sound. A, a sound, a, a sound, a, a sound of a roar. That means that you're going to hear thunder first. Oh, Rabbi, at the sound of thunder, you need to be looking up saying, he said it was going to rain. He said it was going to rain. He said it was going to rain. But here it is, here it is. You never hear the weatherman say, at three o'clock, there's going to be thunder. Have you, ever heard the, have you ever heard the weatherman say that? Because the weatherman can't predict thunder. He can only predict the rain. Come on. <laughs> you never hear the weatherman say at 245, there's going to be thunder. They probably can predict lightning, but he can't predict thunder. Look at it, guys. Have you ever seen Dick Goddard? Say, from 2 to 3 o'clock, there's going to be thunder. They say, thunderstorms. Thunderstorms. But he never just says, it's going to thunder. Be prepared that you're going to hear thunder today. No, no, no. They simply say, there's going to be thunderstorms. In the storm, there's going to be thunder. But the word of God says, I hear a roar of a heavy shower. That means that the thunder is predicting how heavy the shower is going to be. Come on now. The, 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 the roar is predicting how heavy the miracle is going to be. How heavy the breakthrough is going to be. How heavy the blessing is going to be. The roar is going to predict how abundantly the blessing is getting ready to fall in your life. I hear the roar, the sound of thunder. They used to teach you when you were little that when it starts thundering, that the Lord is clapping his hands. There, there were so many myths. Here was another myth. Y'all ready to laugh at this. 
They said that when it was thundering, you could stick a pin in the ground and hear the devil beating his wife. Y'all never heard that? Yeah, 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 yeah. They used to tell us that. My uncles and them used to say that. But the, but, the, but the old church mothers used to say, when it's thundering, God is clapping his hands. God is speaking. And when you hear thunder, you do what? You stop. You don't run from thunder. You stop and you look. You run from lightning. But when you hear thunder, I've never seen somebody run. You just be like, what in the world? Fear strikes you. You be like, wait, it, 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 it causes you to do this. It causes you to pay attention. The abundance of the roar is going to cause you to pay attention and to settle in to notice how heavy the shower is going to be. That's why the weatherman predicts thunderstorms. Because the thunder is predicting how violently the storm is going to be. And in the midst of this storm, anything can happen. The winds begin to blow. The waves begin to move in the water. Lightning begins to strike. The earth begins to shake. There is a sound of a heavy shore, of a heavy roar. But in this prediction, I'm going to be, I'm going to allow you to be innovative. I'm going to give you a way to escape the heavy shower. Because he's still in the mountain when he hears the sound. Come on now, come on now. Look at where you are. See, sometimes you need to look at where you are when the prediction happens. And sometimes you need to just investigate. If there's going to be a heavy shower and I'm in the mountain, I need to be looking around saying, wait a minute, if I'm in the mountain and I'm at the top of the mountain, when it starts raining, where's it going to rain the hardest at? At the top. All right. All right. I need to be innovative and find me a way to get out of here. Oh, come on now. He says... He says in verse number 44, he says, go up and say to Ahab, uh, prepare your chariots uh, and go down so that the heavy shower does not stop you. Oh, Rabbi. See, the spiritual aspect of this, uh, most of us get caught up in the prediction that it's going to rain. I'm getting ready to bless you. I'm getting ready to cause you to come out of debt. I'm getting ready to heal your body. And you get so satisfied that you stay in the mountain in the middle of a storm when God is saying I only wanted you to stay there until you saw the rain coming. I only wanted you to stay there because it had everything to do with your obedience. It had everything to do with your faith. It had everything to do with your persistence. This blessing is not for you to stay there. It's for you to be innovative. Get out of here because I don't want the heavy shower to hinder what I've got ahead of you. Oh Rabbi, come on now, come on now, come on. We pray, we believe, we expect. But then number four, we don't see the forecasted. The forecast will be the need to move. You've been at Mount Carmel too long. 
Mount Carmel was never your resting place. It was only a place of revelation. It was only supposed to be a place of demonstration and manifestation. But that was not where God was wanting to bless you. That was only a place where God wanted to reveal. He wanted to demonstrate. He wanted to manifest. Don't rest at Mount Carmel. Don't rest on this mountain. I need you to get up. Your prayer time is over. Your fasting is over. Your delay is over. I need you to be innovative. It's getting ready. The sound of a roar of a heavy shower. There's going to be a need for you to move. A need for you to get out and to get ahead of this storm. That's why you hear when hurricanes and tornadoes are coming, they tell you if you get ahead of the storm, you'll be safe. Evacuate. Some people say, I heard it before. I heard it before. I heard it before. I heard it before. Let me tell you something. Don't get stuck in your spiritual sanctified little earth creature self saying, I heard God say it before. And you get stuck on a mountain. You get stuck in those bricks. You get stuck in the mud and the mortar and the clay. And now your wheels can't turn. And now your family's stuck. And now you're stuck in a place where God never wanted you to be stuck. Where he never wanted you to be hindered. Where he never wanted you to be in the place of obstacles he wanted you to move from where he had already forecasted and predicted that it would happen did you hear it most of us stay on Mount Carmel because we don't know how to move now doc I'm gonna stay right here God's going God's gonna to let it rain, and it's raining down on me. It was never supposed to rain down on you. You were supposed to outrun the storm. Come on now. It's going back to 2018. It's going back to the top of 2018 when he said, I'm going to allow you. Y'all remember when we were in prayer when he said, I'm going to bring you out of a storm. My God, the storm is not going to cease, but I'm allowing you to come out of a storm that's still going on behind you. Oh, Rabbi, come on. See, you cannot wait until you see the rain hit the ground. You've got to run before it hits the ground. See, that's the, that's the text here. Take off before it hits the ground. Come on, let, 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 let's read this thing. He says, go up to Ahab. In, in, in 41, he says, go up, eat, and drink. Well, there's a sound of a roar of a heavy shower. Prepare yourself that it's getting ready to rain. He goes back to the next verse, 44, and he says, go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariots and go down so that the heavy shower does not stop you. That means that before this heavy shower hits, you need to be on your way. Because if you're standing right here when it takes place, it's going to overtake you. It's going to take you out. It's going to defeat the purpose of what I've done in your life. 
Are you hearing it? But then God not only speaks to Ahab, he speaks to the prophet. You need to run. <laughs> you need to run. God is getting ready to do something supernatural in your life <clears throat> to the place that you're going to outrun the storm in a way that you've never outran any storm in your life. You're getting ready to outrun debt. You're getting ready to outrun doubt and unbelief and lack of faith. You're getting ready to outrun every storm in your life. But there are three reasons that you need to get ahead of the storm. Get ahead of the storm to remind us of our obedience to God. Getting ahead of the storm is going to remind you of being obedient to God. He said, prepare for a heavy shower is coming. Don't stay here. Reason number two is to reset our faith in God and not man. Their faith was in Baal. Their faith they become contaminated with a man's system that could never help them. They were in a famine for three years and their faith was tested. Yeah. They needed water. They needed food. And they began to depend on a man that could not supply their need. I taught you that. It's nothing worse than depending on a system that is not there for you when you need it. How do you have a God that is never there when you need it the most? Baal was somewhere on break. Baal could not produce fire. He couldn't produce water. He couldn't produce rain. He couldn't produce anything. You getting ahead of this storm is going to reset your faith that I will never have to trust in a man's system again. But if I put my trust in God, he's going to give me the ability to outlast any system that is working against me. He's going to teach me how to, how to, how to reconcile. He's going to teach me how to get through and manage my next famine. He's going to teach me how to manage my next storms. going to reset my faith. And then finally, it's going to return our hearts back to God and away from man. This shower had everything to do with God wanting man to return back to him. But because many of us are like Ahab, we get the revelation. We see the demonstration. We experience the manifestation. We're safe now. But we turn around and still dishonor God. Look at the next chapter. After all that, Ahab still didn't change his heart. Come on now. What do I need to say to you? Don't experience the revelation. Don't get the answer. Don't see the demonstration, the power, and the might of God. Don't receive the manifestation. And then you turn around and you throw it all away because you fail to remind yourself of what it is to be obedient to God. You fail 
to reset your faith. You fail to allow your heart to be returned back to God. It's a month of expectation. I, I am believing it. All I've been hearing when I got up this morning, whatever you do, don't quit. Don't, don't quit. Don't, don't quit. You're, you're one idea. You're one move away from a major breakthrough, son. You're, you're one move away. You're one. I don't know what God's telling you. I'm telling you what he told me. You, you got to go for yourself right now. He said, son, whatever you do, don't quit. What, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't throw in the towel. Whatever you do, I'm talking to somebody today. Whatever you do, whatever you do, remain persistent. Because what you expect is driven by the persistence of what you believe in, son. You believe that God has caused you to do what you want to do. Remain persistent. Don't allow anything to get in your way. Run through it. Be persistent. Be persistent. Persistent. Sometimes persistence will put you in another location. Sometimes persistence will put you in another audience. Sometimes, here, and I'm, I'm going to tell you this now. Don't be persistent and expect to stay in the same crowd that you've been in. Your persistence is going to allow God to bring you some new people that are going to help you, that are going to push you. Don't be persistent staying in the same crowd, staying, staying in the same location. Get up, prepare, come down from the mountain and run. Run back to the place where you delivered the word. Run back to your house and rest. Run out of your prayer closet and rest. It's in Jesus' name. Come on, lift your hands. Lift your hands. The forecast will be a relevant right now miracle, an affirmation of God's word to me, an innovative way for me to escape this heavy shower. It's going to be a need for me to get ahead of this storm. God doesn't want me to get caught in the storm. He wants me to get ahead of the storm. The storm represents the ending of a drought. The storm and the heavy shower represents God's promises to me. Yes and amen. It, it represents that when you open your mouth to whatever Ahab has been holding your purpose hostage the Lord said that I will send rain in your life you got to speak to Baal and you got to denounce Baal in your life come on now announce it denounce it now anything that causes you to be hindered from moving from experiencing a revelant right now miracle experiencing the affirmation of God's word, an innovative way to escape a need to get ahead. Father, in Jesus' name, we remain in this place that the rest of this year will be days of expectation, moments of expectation, 
Father, as we move into the next month, the power of prayer and expectation will fall upon us, oh God. The spirit of prayer will, will rise up in this house like never before, oh God, in our lives, oh God. Father, we're thanking you for five years. We're thanking you, oh God, that you brought us from a mighty long way. That, Father, you have demonstrated that you have revealed and you've manifested yourself to us, oh God. So, Father, it's in Jesus' name we declare your power, your glory, and your strength. And we're declaring that before the end of today, that your promise to us that you will do something big, mighty, and powerful in my family, in my life, in every idea that I have, oh God. Put people in my path, people in our path, oh God, that will help us be resources to us, oh God. We need resources now. I pray for the Bedford football team right now, and I pray for all of the coaches, and I pray for that school system now. In Jesus' name, I pray now that you'll reach every young man throughout that athletic department, every young lady, oh God, whether it may be soccer, basketball, baseball, wrestling, football, oh God, soccer, whatever it may be, oh God, I ask that you keep them, keep the school system and the school district, elementary, junior high, middle school, high school, Jesus' name. If you're here today and you want to be saved and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ you know that you've not accepted him into your life that's what we call the prayer of salvation all of us have had to say this prayer so I don't want you to feel guilty if you're listening by way of our mobile app if you're here today I want you to lift your hands I simply want you to just hear these words that being saved is that you acknowledge Jesus as your Savior, that you acknowledge him as your Lord, that you acknowledge that he died on the cross, that he was buried, and that he rose again, that you acknowledge that you have been in a sinful state and that you need the redeeming power and the blood of Jesus Christ to simply save your life. You don't have to cut yourself. You don't have to give money for this. You don't have to say certain words. I'm giving you what you need to do. All you have to do is simply come to him as you are. Wherever you are, you might be on drugs. You might be high on marijuana. You might be somewhere in prison. You, you might be doing something wrong in your life. All you simply have to do is simply say this, Lord, I ask that you forgive me of all of my sins. I ask that you come into my heart today and that you be my Savior. And I acknowledge that you are Jesus Christ. You died on the cross, you were buried, and you rose again. And I'm asking that the blood that you shed on Calvary cover my life and redeem me I ask that you now be my Lord and my Savior today redeeming me from my sin 
and allowing me to be a new man and a new woman in this life. Take my hand and lead me from the place of sin today. In Jesus' name. It's just that simple. God is not mad at you. God is not angry with you. Number two, if you want to rededicate your life today, simply by saying, Lord, I, 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 I've not done all that I should. I, I've accepted you into my life, but, but storms and difficulties have caused me to disconnect. I've taken the plug out of the wall. And you're not, you've not been my resource, and I've been depending on Baal to do things for me, and he's let me down. I, I want to know if you will open your arms, and he's saying, yes, my arms are open. Simply return to me. If that's you and you're here today, I want you to lift your hands. I don't want you to be ashamed. What do I need to do, Pastor? Just simply say, Lord, take me back. I want to be a son and a daughter. I want to be a servant to you. And I never want to be away from you ever again in my life. I ask that you take me back. Redeem me clean me up and allow this fellowship to be new again in Jesus name if you're looking for a church home and you don't have a church home you need somewhere to go and you believe that the rock church is a place where you need to be in you're looking for a pastor you're looking for a shepherd you're looking for someone that will be able to speak into your life you're looking for a place where you can bring your family where you can bring your wife your husband your your boo your bae whatever it is you're looking for a place that you can come and just simply learn the gospel of jesus christ i said welcome to the rock church it's the place where your life matters jesus matters and worship matters all the time it's the place where we create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place Every time we open our doors, we take the risk of being relevant, innovative, sustainable, where we allow kingdom-minded moments to change our generations. If you fit into one of those three areas today, I want you to lift your hand if you're here by way of our streaming app, our mobile app, lift your hand. You can fill out all of our information on our mobile app. Just go to our welcome tab. Go to our visitors tab. Fill in your information and all of our people will be there. We'll get an email and we'll send it back to you. If you're here today in the flesh, you want to be saved. You want to be reconnected to Jesus or you're looking for a church home. When I open my eyes, I want to see you here standing with me. In Jesus' name. A mighty move even now. Come on, play it. Go back to it. In this place, there's going to be a sudden Come on, you're here. And now Thank you, Jesus. Now you are moving. 
even now you are moving even now you are moving if you're hearing you're just dealing with the fear of expectation and you want me to just simply lay my hands on you come on just stand here and I open my eyes even now you can do it even now you can do even now you can do it. Now you can do it. There's about to be a miracle in this place. Your promise to me, I'm going to see. Yes, I believe. Even now you are healing. 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 There's about to be a sudden. 